welcome. This is Michael. You are with Facts and Figures City Watch on the air. We're going to be speaking this time with Cabrilla Stokes, who is affiliated with Homeboy Industries. She handles their recycling division, and we'll be doing that with you right after this. City Watch on the Air is heard each week to a local and worldwide audience exactly what a business like yours needs to attract customers to your product or service. And we can create and air a 30-second commercial for your business in one week for as little as $100. If you don't believe us, call us at 866-708-7189. 866-708-7189. Hello and welcome back. We're with Cabrilla Stokes of Homeboy Industries, and she handles the recycling division for them. And let me talk a little bit about how you got started, because you weren't always affiliated with Homeboy. You had started this recycling situation on your own. Is that right? Uh, yes, and it's Kabira. It's, it's a tough name. Oh, Kabira. Uh, Sorry about Kibira. that. Sorry yeah. about that. Um, yeah, so I started a company called Isidore Electronics Recycling uh, coming up on seven years ago. And... I, I had worked for the city of Los Angeles for a while, and from there I went on to get my graduate degree at, at USC uh, in public policy, and I was specifically interested in environmental policy, but also in criminal justice policy. And I mixed the two together in a company after I graduated that was looking at electronic waste uh, in Southern California noticed that we certainly didn't have the capacity to recycle all the waste that is generated in, in Southern California. And in general, in, in America and in the world, less than 30% is recycled anyway. So it seemed like a good opportunity. And then I also was interested in providing employment opportunities to people who face pretty severe and systemic barriers to work, um, particularly folks who have been formerly incarcerated. And so I, I made the mission of the company that that's who we wanted to hire. And that that was Isidore. So that started in 2011, and we we rolled along and built our client base and got a bunch of certifications, including R2, which is a we're certified as a responsible recycler. It's a, one of our industry certifications. Um, we're ISO 14001, OSAS 18001. There's all these certifications that really guarantee that we're doing right by the environment, also by our workers, and that we're handling data in a really secure manner, which really has to be our number one priority. Um, so we built the company and, and grew and grew and came to a place where we needed um, to raise some money and we went out looking to see where the best place may be. And we never would have thought that it would have been uh, the nonprofit down the road, Humboy Industries, but they share a very similar mission of training folks who face these barriers to employment and we came on board as their first for-profit entity. And the relationship really is, is that folks go through a training program there, get job ready, and when they are ready to work, um, some of them, if it's the right fit, will come over to us. So about 18 months ago, we became Homeboy Electronics Recycling. And I'm now part of that family, and it's been a really great fit. Give me an idea on how that first meeting went. Were you always of the mind that sitting down with them was was the kind of idea that uh, that would work for you, or was this a situation where you said, "Well, I know they do this kind of thing, and that uh, if we sit down, we might be able to to do something together"? Or I, I guess what I'm asking was, it what did, did it feel right from the beginning, or is it what is, was it a process? Yeah, 
It felt interesting from the beginning. I mean, I didn't, you know, a nonprofit obtaining a for-profit company. I mean, is that even a thing? I'd never heard of such a thing. Um, but the CEO of Homeboy Industries, he was in the private sector for many, many years, and he's he's trying to think innovatively about how to expand job opportunities and, and really permanent job opportunities for the folks going through their programming because people only stay with them for about 18 months. So I, I really think Tom Blizzo over at Homeboy Industries, he saw the, the vision of a partnership, and I, I, I was... I just sort of listened and said, I, you know, I, I never would have considered such a thing. And it, you know, it took about a year to hammer it through, um, but it, it did come to light. As I guess what I'll say now is, we couldn't have asked for a better partnership. Um, that we are so aligned in what we want and the goal. And as a social enterprise, you know, we're a, we are. Uh, our our tax status is as a California social purpose corporation. So we, you know, we're we're for profit and we'll make money. And and now that we're aligned with Homeboy Industries so closely, some of that money, the, the lion's share, is going to go back into their programming to support their social services. And to me, that's such an amazing, amazing fit. Now you still- and, and the one the one other thing that I'll say is just. I mean, our company was called Isidore. People knew who we were. We had, you know, a little bit of a claim and success. But everyone, I, I would almost everybody knows what Humboy Industries is, and to align with their brand has been an incredibly powerful thing. So I think there's so much goodwill for them in the community and for the work that Father Boyle has done over the last 30 years, and you know, the bakery and the things that people know. But I think, you know, at a certain point, people want to know how they can help, and there's only so many baked goods you can buy. And, we love donations over there, but some people don't have that at their disposal, but everyone has electronics we need to dispose of, whether it's an individual or whether it's a company. And to be able to offer that service offering that people need to do anyway, it's illegal to throw electronics in the trash, to be able to offer that service in a way that, that supports Humboldt Industries, that's been a really great uh, offering for folks and very successful. Now, you mentioned before about being in business already, doing things. Uh, was it always uh, electronics? Was it always recycling? It what? was. Okay, so so this so this wasn't a new transition for you then. It was something nope. that you were doing already. Yeah, that was the company, yep. Okay. Tell us a little bit about the transition because a lot of people who are listening in are in business or starting a business or are in the middle of some type of transition themselves. So uh, give me an idea about what you thought the transition was going to be like and what it what actually uh, happened, uh, just to give people an idea on, on what the uh, differences might be. Sure. I mean, you hear when, when you go through basically mergers and acquisitions, you hear all these nightmare stories of the cultures don't, the cultures clash and they fire everybody from the old company and things like that. And that, that really wasn't the case here. I mean, we, we, there was a learning curve and a period of having to, you know, figure out what back end of theirs now is supporting us and how that works best. But but because the both are such mission-based organizations, that, that was just unsaid and was a no-brainer and that seemed to work really well. Um, and then the other thing was that they, they didn't want to fire anyone. They wanted to keep the entire company intact because some more industries didn't know how to recycle electronics or or, or manage IT assets for a corporation. That, that They really 
made us part of the family because we had that expertise. So they wanted, they, it was actually, they wanted they, the entire team to stay and it was mandatory for them. Um, so that was great. Everyone felt wanted, the transition was great in that way. Um, I mean, there were bumps along the road, but that's just figuring out how to, how to integrate together. But for the most part, um, pretty great. And because also they had a tremendous amount of trust in me as a leader and as the, in the rest of our leadership team. And, and that, that goes a long way. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about, we talked about everything except actually the recycling part here. Uh, sure. We had a chance to, to hear earlier that you were recycling mostly electronics. Now, uh, this is home electronics, I guess, stereos and things like that, but we're also talking about uh, computers and other related things. So give me an idea on what uh, types of recycling you do and uh, sure. who might be able to avail themselves of your services. Absolutely. Um, so, yes, we do recycling for individuals and households and, you know, what's been collecting in your garage or your closet. Um, but the vast majority of what we do is offer these services to uh, companies, corporations, universities, uh, governments around Southern California and actually now around the country. We, we're, we're about to actually do a job for a, a pretty major brand this week in three different cities. So we started to branch out to really be able to work around the country. And, and because... Um, companies have, they, this is a waste stream that is growing. It's, again, the fastest growing waste stream in the world. Um, this is something that companies specifically really do need to manage as, again, it is illegal to throw it in the trash. But there's also the data piece. So um, there's lots of companies that are not certified that are may, might be cheaper than us, but what you're, when using a certified company like ours, what companies are really buying is that peace of mind that their data will be safe. And so we have on-site hard drive shredding for companies. If we pull that truck up into a loading dock of a company, the data never leaves their property. The liability never leaves their property. Um, that's been an increasingly popular service. IT asset management, which is when a company is doing a refresh of a computer system or a phone system or a server bay, uh, we'll come in and we inventory that for them and we can resell it for them with a uh, profit share if that's what they want or just make sure it's properly recycled. Now talk, um, a, talk about that then, just, a, just a bit. Uh, now, the recycling part, uh, as far as the companies are concerned, is it's great because it allows them to uh, dispose of things that they're not using anymore uh, in a way yep. that they're comfortable with. You as a recycling person, I'm sorry, a recycling uh, company, then recycle it for, I guess, what what might be valuable within the the components, materials themselves? Yeah, so, well, primarily, if the client is okay with it, um, we prefer reuse whenever possible. We think that is the highest, best use of these products. We've already, you know, mined these metals and compression materials out of the earth and made these gadgets, so if there's still use in them, we will try to put them back out of the, the secondhand market for reuse. If the client, for whatever reason, wants everything destroyed, then we often will dismantle things by hand, and that is it's an amazing entry-level position for folks who might not have a high skill level. Um, and then there's a lot of separating into component parts. And then we're not an end-of-life recycler, so we will send along to larger companies who actually are extracting materials out of um, electronics, to, to make into new products. So we sell downstream to them, um, and that, so that's the, we're sort of the middle people. We're, we're 
we're taking electronics and really seeing what is the best use that we can do here. And if it's not reused, then what is the, the most responsible way to, to recycle this down? Okay. Now, this is available, as we said earlier, to both individuals and companies. So if they wanted to get in touch with you to, to get this done, how would they do that? Uh, our website is homeboyrecycling.com. They can see all, find out about doing a drop-off at our warehouse, which is in um, downtown Los Angeles, or setting up a pickup, and we do that all over Southern California or even now the country. We can manage that. And we'll actually be rolling out later this year a uh, mail-back box program so that folks can actually order a box to their house, fill it with electronics, and send it back to our, our to our warehouse if they can't come drop it off themselves. Outstanding. Well, listen in the... And ca- if you want to make a phone call, old school style, the number is 323-222-3322. And should they ask for you or what department should they look for? Well, it depends what they need. If it's uh, um, Anna Pacheco, our amazing logistics manager, will answer, generally will answer the phone. Um, so she'll really be able to uh, direct you to which department you need, whether you're looking to have something refurbished or... Um, picked up where you want to come drop off. She'll, she'll guide folks. Sounds terrific. Well, Cabrera, if I, I'm trying to get her name right, folks. I apologize for Kibira. that. Cabrera <laughs> Stokes <laughs> of okay. Humboy Recycling. We thank you so much for being with us here on City Watch. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. I remind all of you listening in to believe in yourself. If you don't, no one else will. And I will see you next time.